Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Playmaker Hi, I'm Chloe. And this is The Playmaker, one story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, the review that threatens the world's most successful league. Yesterday's episode featured the former sports minister, Tracy Crouch. Her review into the way professional football is run in England is creating waves. We heard what it is, and why many think it's a good idea. When the balance of power is challenged, there's always going to be some pushback. I don't think the problem lies in the Premier League. The solution lies with the Premier League. It's the, it is the, everything good in English football sits in the Premier League. Right, okay. And and so can we work with Tracy to try and fix some of the problems further down the pyramid? Of course we can. Do we need to appoint somebody, take a year to find them, give them a name regulator... Probably not. That was the Aston Villa chief executive, Christian Perslow. He posed an interesting question. Do Tesco, the country's biggest supermarket chain, give financial support to the corner shop? We know the answer. Of course not. You can see why the boss of a Premier League football club would make the point. But is football really comparable with other businesses? The Leeds United CEO, Angus Kinnear, is challenging the Crouch Review, and in particular its proposal for a 10% levy on Premier League transfer fees to fund clubs in lower divisions. He says the Premier League already goes beyond the call of duty when it comes to supporting the clubs. And he argues that with football flourishing, self-regulation works. This despite Leeds losing money every year bar one since 2001. Last year, their losses amounted to £66 million. Kinnear maintains that spreading the wealth will only reward poor governance in the lower leagues. Football, he wrote in the programme notes for Leeds' game against Crystal Palace this week, is a private sector business. Enforcing upon football a philosophy akin to Maoist collective agriculturalism will not make the English game fairer. Well, speak your mind, Angus. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But hold fire a minute. Let's take the emotion out of the argument. If we look at the issues from an economic standpoint, the Premier League is the wealthiest and most successful football league in the world. Some would say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it doesn't stop with the top flight. The championship is by far the most prosperous second tier in world football. And it all started when Sky bought the TV rights to the old Division 1 in 1992. The league was renamed and rebranded. And it caught fire. How big it was going to be, I don't think anyone could have predicted. The money became so vast, I did change. Footballers became sort of like rock stars overnight. It was inevitable the Premier League would take issue with Tracy Crouch. But others have too. Take Mark Littlewood from the Institute of Economic Affairs, a free market think tank. Writing in the Sunday Times, whose owner Rupert Murdoch ploughed billions into the Premier League through his other media business, Sky, Littlewood raised the possibility of reforms here resulting in leagues elsewhere, in Spain, Germany and Italy, being able to compete more effectively in the transfer market. The flow of top talent to England could be reversed. And anything that undermined the enormous success of the Premier League, he argued, could have an impact on clubs further down the pyramid. And, he asked, what's to stop the new independent regulator in charge of football becoming power-hungry over time? Was independent simply code for unanswerable. And there's another factor we might consider. Aren't the clubs accountable to the fans rather than anyone else? Fan power was attributed to the rapid demise of the European Super League idea. But should it always be down to the fans to make sure that football is run properly? Isn't the idea of an independent regulator to make sure the fans' views aren't bypassed in the first place? Um, but most Liverpool supporters I've seen, and as you can imagine, you know, we talk to a lot and we, we sort of, you know, having conversations all the time uh, with Liverpool supporters, you know, just just a lot of anger, a lot of frustration. And the fact is that, you know, again, the owners of our football club have, have gone ahead and done something, you know, without a proper consultation with supporters. And if they'd have asked supporters, they'd have realised just how strong the feeling is against something like this. There's also the question of whether it's realistic to expect an independent regulator to solve football's problems. With such a lot of vested interests in the game, there's going to be plenty of people afraid to lose something. Power, money, 
influence. And reading that report, that is the kind of future they see for football. It is going to be this great future where everyone's going to get on, no clubs are going to go out of business, the fans are going to be happy, uh, ticket prices are, are going to be sensible, uh, replica shirts are going to be cheap, you can drink in the stands, everything's going to be marvellous. Now, that, that's great, but we live in the real world and I'm not sure whether all this will come to pass. So who's going to shape professional football? Will it be the clubs, the TV companies, the fans or the government? Watch this space. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not give us a follow so that you don't miss any of our other stories. Today's episode was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Matt Russell. The Playmaker.